He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. I'm joined by a gentleman that we got to know very well as the frontman of Three Days Grace between the years of 1997 and 2013. He has since been involved in a number of projects, the latest, St. Asonia, who just put out their second album, Flawed Design, late last month. Adam Gonchier via the Laser Hotline. Hey, man. How you doing? Can't complain. How are things with you? I'm doing well, thanks. I know it's been an eventful few years since we last spoke. I do appreciate you coming on the show and sharing with us today. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Not a problem at all. Thanks for having me. The new album from St. Asonia is Flawed Design, your first new material in over four years. Many of the songs inspired by major life events that you've been through since that debut album dropped in 2015. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very personal record, uh... This time around, a lot of different things happened over the last few years. So when I was putting these songs together and uh, really focusing on them, yeah, all that stuff sort of came out on this record. Yeah, I know becoming a father for the first time is a really significant life change. But add on top of that everything else you were battling at the time, I applaud you first and foremost for asking for the help you needed and getting uh, sober again. And uh, becoming a dad is, is a gift that I'm not sure I could describe in words. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it really is, man. You hit the nail on the head. I've been asked uh, a few times what the what I like the best about being a father or what, you know, and it's it's almost impossible to answer something like that because there's just uh, too many things, you know, too many great uh, experiences with, with fatherhood and with, with a, a baby. So, yeah, it's just uh, really amazing. You know, I've been I've been uh, really fortunate to be in a better spot than I was uh, a few years ago. You know, you've made references to the album One X from your time as frontman of Three Days Grace when talking about flawed design. The obvious correlation being the two separate rehab experiences you chose to write about and share with the world. What's it like, Adam, having some of your most successful work be a result of, in some cases, very personal and at times painful experiences? Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely sort of strange. Uh, you know, at the same time. I've always uh, written from the same type of place where, you know, if I, if I am in a bad spot or feeling, feeling negative things, uh, I tend to write songs. So um, in a way it's strange to, to, uh, I don't know if having success is the right way to put it, but um, yeah, I mean, to, to have success from those painful experiences uh is a little bit strange, but it's it's also very rewarding, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I think the word success for me in this context, uh, what I'm trying to get at is no doubt you're impacting others with your experiences. And so when they come to you and say that what you've been through, they identify with it and it's helped them out in some way, shape or form, that's successful, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that is that is why, that's really why I do what I do, you know, why, why I make music and that's to connect with other people and help other people if the opportunity is there. Yep. A couple other changes since the first album, including uh, bringing on Mike's former Stain bandmate, Sal John Corelli, and then, of course, your cousin, Cale Gontier from Art of Dying, who I know you've done some things with in the past. I'm guessing that wasn't a difficult transition to make. No, no, it really wasn't. I mean, now now the band feels like, uh, you know, feels more like a, a family, you know, than it ever really has before so 
the other guys in the band previously, you know, uh, uh, Corey jumped over to, to Seether to work with those guys full time, and Rich is off doing a different things. So, yeah, it really just made sense for Kale and I to get back together, play music, and Sal was a no-brainer. Uh, obviously, you know, Mike has worked with Sal for years and years and years. So it's a really cool lineup. We're really, really stoked with um, with how rounded out this lineup is and really excited to play some shows here. I'll bet. Uh, yeah, you and Kale grew up together and kind of have always had a kinship over music, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Our family is very musical. Um, you know, our mom's side of the uh, families, lots of music. So we grew up with music. We grew up playing music together. Um, you know, we always had the plan to, to be in a band together and write songs together, but it never actually, uh, you know, never actually panned out. So uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Flawed Design also features some collaborations with the likes of Sharon from Within Temptation, Dustin Bates from Starset, you did some writing with. And of course, there's the uh, Sully Erna of Godsmack collaboration on The Hunted as well. Are these a result of longtime friendships or chance encounters? How do they typically work out for you? Well, I mean, as for uh, co-writing, like doing some songwriting with other guys, I mean, Mike and I just sort of uh, wanted to think outside the box a little bit when it came to songwriting on this album. So we reached out to some guys that we know, um, and Dustin being uh, such a great songwriter, such a great guy, he was initially one of the guys that I've always really wanted to sit down and write, write a song with. So uh, he had some material that he sent me, and you know, yeah, we just back and forth, and we ended up with uh, a couple really cool songs. I mean, yeah, as you know, somebody like Sully, we've known Sully for years, and the song "The Hunted" was written a while ago with Mike and Sully, but it never ended up seeing the light of day. So we made some tweaks and put it on this album. So it just made sense to have Sully sing on "The Hunted." Um, so yeah, I mean, some of them come from you know a long friendships, and then others are just. Uh, you know, dropped in front of us where we can go meet up with the guy who's on tour and write a song, you know. Yeah, what what you said about The Hunted, the fact that it's kind of an older song that you revisited and, and freshened up, and of course Sully is be, as a part of it now, does that happen often with any band or project you've ever participated in, or do you tend to prefer completely fresh material in that creative process? Well, I mean, The, the Hunted was actually... Yeah, it's been around for a while. Um, it didn't change all that much. So, I mean, that doesn't usually happen very often where a song is, um, song's been around for a long time. I mean, parts, different parts of songs, for sure. I'll, I'll look back uh, through my phone, you know, on my voice memos, and I'll find um, riffs or melody ideas or whatever it is that um, I came up with, you know, five years ago that I'll record uh, today and you know might be on the record tomorrow so yeah it, it's always a little bit different but you know full song ideas don't tend to come from years ago unless <laughs> unless you get lucky or whatever you know which is uh, what happened with us i guess you've been a collaborator on several projects i mentioned your work with art of dying but you've also worked alongside chris daughtry ben burnley of breaking benjamin and even lent vocals to the apocalyptica tune i don't care which to this day remains one of my favorites of yours has the business side of things made those collaborations feel more few and far between than maybe they used to be um yeah i mean they i, I don't know if the business side really really has an impact on on that stuff, uh, it's nice to do collaborations. I haven't done, I haven't really sang on somebody else's record in a while, but just recently I am, um, I did sing uh, on Breaking Benjamin's new acoustic record coming out. So 
that'll be pretty exciting, you know. I'm really stoked about uh, about that. But you know, it, it's uh, it's a really cool thing to be able to um, you know get just appear on in a different song or a different style, you know, something that maybe he wouldn't necessarily have have done in the past. So. Uh, yeah, that apocalyptic track was a lot of fun to do, for sure. Wrapping up today's Hall Pass with Adam Gontier of St. Asonia. Invite you to check out the band's second album, Flawed Design, which is about a month old now at this point. Let me ask you about the dynamic between you and Mike, who, of course, started this band while Stained was on a hiatus, and there were some question marks as to whether or not they'd ever return. Have those conversations started happening between you and Mike with that band having reunited for some shows in the past year? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We talked a little bit about that. I mean, um, Mike's really focused on St. Asonia as well as focused on, um, you know, staying and what they've got coming up in the future and that sort of thing. So we just, I mean, we just make it work, you know, and that's always been something that we've sort of talked about, you know, from the beginning is if, um, if the opportunity comes to, to, uh, maybe play some shows with, uh, our old bands or this or that, then, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to make it work as best we can. That's an interesting question, too. Like, you know, if it, maybe it would be a double bill type of situation, and how would Mike approach that from a physical and a mental standpoint? Like, I'm not sure he's ever done that before. <laughs> no, he's never done that, actually. Uh, the, I, I was with Mike a couple of days ago, and we actually had that exact conversation. I said, uh, you know, if Stane is doing a couple shows or whatever it is, let's, uh, let's have Stane and Sonia go on before. And yeah, he said, I don't think I could do it. He'd literally be walking off stage from, you know, <laughs> from exuding whatever he's got with us. And then 10 minutes later, got to go back on stage to do it with Stan. So I don't know if that could happen. We have to put a band in between the two. That's some pretty intense calisthenics right there. Maybe a bit of a workout for you guys, but for your fans, yeah, that would be one hell of a treat. No question about it. Thank you so much for taking the time, Adam. I really appreciate it today, and uh, hopefully get a look at St. Asonia here in 2020 in support of the new album, Flawed Design. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for the support. Really appreciate it, and hopefully we see you uh, sooner than later. Sounds good, my friend. Take care. Thanks, man. You too.